What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Pill Podcast, where Black creators are faced with a dose of reality. I am your host, OBJ, and we're joined by lovely friends and guests and people and special guests. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we're going to start off with the special guests on my right side. Uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Hello there. My, let me stop. My name is Ivani. People call me Evie. Um, I'm a casting director. I also model. Um, yeah, I love animals. Okay. <laughs> I'm in a relationship with this man. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you okay. see him? <laughs> He's okay. beautiful. Okay, yeah, so that's me. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Virgil. Uh, she mentioned that's my better half right here. Uh, I'm a photographer and I also work nine to five for the UN. And uh, yeah, man, I love conversations. So I'm back again in here. Thanks to Obi for having me. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And to my left side, introduce yourselves. Hey y'all, hey, my name is Faith. Um, I'm a store manager for the Sill Plant Shop in the Upper West Side. Um, I'm a model and a visual artist. Um, I'm also here with the love of my life. Um, And that's them. And yeah, I love anime. Um, I love video games. Mm-hmm. So shout out to everyone that's got a PS4, PS5. I'm out hey, here with y'all. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's a little bit about me. Hey, it's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, my name is Joseph Capehart. I don't remember if we did last name, so that's what it is. They uh, them pronouns, non-binary. I don't mess with gender like that. But um, I am also a teacher. At uh, I teach seventh grade reading, um, middle school, um, and I founded a bookstore recently, the Garden Abolitionist Bookstore and Community Well. Find us. We got pop ups happening in Bedside, um, all around Brooklyn. Honestly, you're gonna see us all over in the summer, and that's what it is. Here in love, love a lot of the things that um, that Faith said she enjoyed as well, which is why we're here because it's working. Sound effects. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what these are here for. Surprise, surprise. Uh, all right. So, yeah, uh, today's Blackpool topic is relationship goals, part two. You know, mm-hmm. so we're going to go into more of like the trends, the things that I've been hearing about as far as like relationships that's been happening nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's been working or whether it's been failing, you know, just to get your thoughts and opinions on that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> but before we get started with that, <laughs> I got to know, I got to know. How did y'all first meet? Oh, how did y'all first interact? We should let we should let the guys tell it. Okay. All right, That's cool. Wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you first? Uh, yeah, she's like, guys, you go. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I was driving down the highway. You know what I'm saying? I see this fine young joint over here, and I was like, Yo. Ooh, oh, fine oh, young joint. Um, we met serving in the young adult ministry uh, of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, mm. and uh, we became as friends. Our story is crazy. I don't know it is, it is, yes. But, uh, yeah. I'm interested yeah. to know. Right. <laughs> we team. always so, tell this story, though, so it's like memorized at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah. So we started off as friends, you know, in the young adult ministry, and then, um, <laughs> funny enough, before I started dating her, I was actually dating somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, she, I mean, she knew all about it. She was my friend, you know, so okay. she was sort of my confidant, to be honest with you. I was a hype woman. And, mm-hmm. and what? I was. I was a hype woman. Yeah, you yeah. Supported she, she was. She I was did. Trying to, like give me pointers, like advice and stuff like that. Oh, oh, that and uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, uh, 
and the the Fatality. the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to make a long okay. story short, mm. uh, homegirl and I started parting ways, and then I started praying. You know, mm. actually, before we started parting ways, I started praying and saying, "Yo, God, you know, I don't want to date and date and date. I just want to mm. find the one. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The yeah. one. Yeah. And uh, just make it happen. Like, if she's the one, let it make it happen. If she's not, show me the one that you have for me. And, you know, her and I started parting ways. And then I started getting closer to Evie. And, uh, yeah, she was fine at first. You know, she liked me. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she ain't trying to say it. Stop it. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, but, yeah, long story short, we got together. And then, yeah, almost three years later, we're here. Wow. And July 4th. Oh. Oh. Independence Day. Oh, look at that! Yeah, yeah. It's actually not a long story when you tell it. Yeah, All right, but I cut a lot. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so interesting. So now tell your side of the story. Yeah. Oh, yes. that's a oof. This say different. It was the same. <laughs> no, I mean, I was friend like I was. But on my side, it was like, I just want to make sure that our time isn't wasted. Mm. So I wasn't trying to speak ahead of time. I was like, OK, I'm feeling him, but I don't want to say it seriously unless I know it's serious. No. So I, I did wait and mm. it did seem like I was friend. But, you know, mm. whenever he would ask me, do you like me? I would just say no comment. Oh. Yeah, that was the thing between us. But I would smile when I would say it, so he'd be like, "Mm, I know what that (laughs) is. So, so you made the move. So, who who made the first move? I guess you kind of. Nah, I mean, we we it was it transitioned naturally. Honestly, we started hanging out, and you know, I was like, you know. I mean, texting and talking on the phone late at night, whatnot. I don't do that with everybody, so it was like, you know what, it's natural mm-hmm. transition. And we're like, you know, let's just, you know, let's just do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, okay. there was actually one point where I was like, it was in the DMs, and I just wanted to know. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do you feel about me? Mm-hmm. And then he got into it, and I was like, okay, I need to understand exactly what you mean, because mm-hmm. I can't. So where do it we needs stand? to be clear, <laughs> right. but he was clear. Mm, okay. It was just, it was just a point where it was so natural that I just asked. I wasn't nervous about asking or anything. I was just yeah. like, so what's going on? He probably doesn't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Tell her side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, and, but that was when you were like, I, I didn't think of pursuing you because I wasn't like trying to get into a relationship. You explained all that to me. Oh, gotcha. yeah, gotcha. that was okay. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of initiated us figuring out that we were like actually into each other. Hey, okay, wow. dope, dope. Wow. Interesting story. <laughs> now, yeah. on Run my left side. Let's do the two versions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how did your first meet and interacted or interacted? You know, this uh, beautiful relationship is a product of many things. Uh, <laughs> it's a product of the um, the sovereignty of God um, and also the sovereignty of Tinder. <laughs> you know, technology, technology, okay. you work in. Um, okay. And actually... Um, I was out with my, I was out with my coworkers. I was out with my coworkers one day, and it's like mm-hmm. as you do, it's just like I'm just swiping on Tinder or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I see this magnificent, magnificent person. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bio was hidden. Could I tell you right now what it said? Not what it say? But, um, <laughs> but I remember the one thing that I do remember is that I'm about to put you on blast. What I do remember, um, one, I remember it saying you were bisexual, mm-hmm. but I also remember it saying specifically, um, what did it say? It, it said, Naruto is greater than the greater than symbol bleach. Ooh. Um, and I was like, 
what? <laughs> I was like, that don't seem right. It turned out that, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that don't seem right. But it turned out that that was a mistake. Oh. I didn't know she which didn't know way to say it. Because I was like, that's not so, faith. Yeah. Faith does not believe exactly. that. Exactly. So when she's talking about that, I was just like, okay, there's a mix-up. There's a mix-up happening here. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was, um, oh, the pictures were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were so good. You did well. Um, um, but connected, um, and the, fir- I, the first message that I sent was just like, um, yo, so excited. Oh, I also super liked. This is it. So it was just like, this one not getting away. Let me let you know right here. I wanted to like come here. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right. Um, and because hey, that just don't be going out to nobody. Um, mm-hmm. So send that out. And the first message was just like, "Yo, I'm really glad that we matched. Like, let's get a drink sometimes. Like, let's let's hang out." That was your first message. First, first message, message. Oh, wow. was oh, wow. just like, um, "Really glad that we matched. Like, let's hang out." Um, and um, I think she responded something affirmative, which is kind of yeah, that'd be super cool. I was like, "I'm actually out with my coworkers right now. If you want to pull up," mm-hmm. and so she was like. Okay. I was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, I was impressed. Day, that same day. I was really, really impressed. Um, and she she showed up that day um, with me and my coworkers, and we saw each other. And we were like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't it like neither of us were like really like into it, but it's like the first first meeting. And we're just like, okay, all right, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's gonna be a good friendship or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we went on another date. Like she spent the whole uh, night there with our friends and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went on another date to Brooklyn Beso. Shout out. Go Bezos. there. Um, Bezos. Oh, Beyonce's Bounty, the seafood, whatever. Mm-hmm. And got to talking actually one-on-one and it was fantastic. It was like, we got so much in common. Mm-hmm. It was literally like to the point where on that, on that date later that night, I was like, yo, I just got to say this right now. If this doesn't work out romantically, we got to be friends. Like this, we got to we got to stay connected. Cuz mm-hmm. I'm like I know we're trying to do the date thing right now, yeah, yeah, but this yeah. is this is too easy. This is too wonderful. So yeah, it's yeah. like if that don't work out, let's um let's remain friends or whatever. And I'm like, "Okay." And, and she was like, "Okay, cool. Um let's try the uh date apartment." <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And see and see how that goes. And it went it went wonderfully. Um and here we are. Hey. Nine months. Nine months. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, All right, that's 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 beautiful. That's beautiful. I would uh, say my version is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I was gonna um, say yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think what's crazy is like when we first met up, it was just like you seem really chill, but we don't know where this is gonna go. I guess being that we matched that same day as well, like yeah, we yeah. didn't know what the future would hold. But um, I'm really glad that I met up with them that day. Mm. Like I didn't think it would get this far, but this is amazing. Hey. Yeah, that's so sweet. Make me shed fake tears. Yes. But um yeah, but uh mm-hmm. just to get more, a bit more into it, was there mm-hmm. any kind of like um I guess fear or maybe pre- uh pre preconceived thoughts that was going in before like, you know, initiating like that relationship like kind of field or space? Was mm-hmm. there any like preconceived thoughts or whatever? It's just like, oh maybe I mean, I'm scared or maybe I, I'm not mm-hmm. maybe not into it. Maybe it's like a one foot forward, one foot back kind of process. What was that mm-hmm. going through your minds for both of y'all? I mean, I think I was really fearful to get into another serious relationship. Mm. Like I, in quarantine, especially spending that much time alone, like you set certain goals for yourself, you know, and I was just like, I'm not going to date seriously until 2021, maybe 2022. Like I've been in too many serious relationships. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think so. That was my fear because it Mm -hmm. started off so well, so quickly with Joseph. And I was just like, this is too good to be true. Maybe I should wait. Yeah. And I think that was one of our first things. I was just like, I think this is going too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like no real complaints here, but I, let's slow it down because mm-hmm. this is like amazing. Yeah. Um, but 
I'm really glad I didn't like operate on that fear too, because mm-hmm. um, God doesn't give the spirit of fear either. Um, mm. So yeah. Okay, speak on it. All right, <laughs> you know. And then what was your thought yeah. process going into it? Like, mm-hmm. okay, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fear and nervousness. Yeah. I feel like no. No. I was gonna say well, definitely because you know you have past relationships that didn't work out, things mm-hmm. that you carry, like the baggage that you carry with you. But yeah, with yeah. him, I was never fearful. Mm-hmm. I was, I guess, I was more nervous than fearful. Okay. Nervous because I hadn't been in a relationship in like four years before him, mm-hmm. so I just didn't know how to do like a healthy relationship. Yeah. It's like I'm getting back into the game. I'm getting back into it, and yeah, then yeah. this time I wanted to be good and happy and healthy. Oh, okay. So I think I was more nervous about that aspect of it uh-huh. being a uh, good for both of us, like yeah. mentally, emotionally, spiritually, yeah. as opposed to what I had been through with my like exes. So uh-huh. I guess it was more nervousness for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I didn't have any any of that because you gotta remember we started off as friends so mm. yeah, yeah the the base was already there we were really really good friends like yeah before we started dating how long so. of friends yeah, if don't mind me asking uh how Ooh. long <laughs> <laughs> what's our <laughs> friendship <laughs> anniversary yeah, yeah i don't know that's when you I, first I joined, came to movement i joined movement in 20 i think 2017 yeah summer of 2017 if i'm not mistaken yeah and it took us Maybe a few months, not even a year. Really? Because we started dating in 2018. Yeah, so like a few months. Damn. But, right. But, no, but we were, we were cool friends. We were cool friends. Yeah, so, that's a good foundation. Though. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't really have any fear because um, it's interesting. I like these two stories because you yeah. have the spontaneous, uh, what's the word? Spontaneous, spontaneous yeah. of theirs yeah. and you have... Us that took a little more time yeah. to come together. It's like yeah. the ground was but, soiling up. But there's perfect. not one that's better than the other. It's yeah. like both of them are great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people can have two different things to to relate to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I've I've had relationship where we weren't friends before. I had relationship where we were friends before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's whatever works for you. But for us, I think yeah, definitely the fact that we were friends helped a lot because at first I wasn't even though I thought she was cute yeah I didn't look at her like that mm. because uh remember when I said long story short uh before <laughs> I started, okay, before I started yeah. seeing her like that yeah, yeah. the reason why I didn't even look her way is because when I first joined the the movement I wasn't even looking for nobody no mm. woman I was just here to serve yeah and then also noticed that she was very close to a guy. Oh, we gonna say that. And then, yes. Hey, hey. And then, I was cool with the dude, but they weren't actually dating, but they were so close. I thought they were dating. So I was like, all right, she's off limits. But he never you know confirmed it. You know, yeah, I never asked. So you just had that preconceived thought. Yeah. yeah. I, was just like, okay. I was like, if I see two people closer than it looks, I'm like, all right, this is yeah. this is something going on. Especially yeah. like, in the church too. It's just like, yeah. y'all, y'all must be dating. Yeah. Y'all must be getting married next week. That's why communication is key. <laughs> but no, but I wasn't even looking at her like right that. at the yeah, same time. At the same time, so it wasn't like let me still ask. You yeah. know, like, it was like okay. oh, whatever. Because you know, then so. that would give me the impression that you're interested ahead oh, of time that you're ready. Got it. Got it. No, for, it was it was very smooth. I didn't have any fear or anything. I, I mean, and I prayed before. I was like, no, that, this is it. Mm. She stuck with me now. That was a that was a good way to slowly transition, make it smooth like that. That was cool. I like that. Oh, that's dope. 
So mm-hmm. uh, this this the thing like uh, I, I mentioned in like a previous uh, a podcast recording as far as preferences, and I think mm-hmm. like I don't know if I, I brought it up or maybe it's a new thing mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> if I did, you know, give me credit. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I call it like the three preferences. So there's internal, external, and what is called no preference or open preference. That means you're just open to dating mm-hmm. or being with anybody, woman, man, regardless of religion, sex, or whatever things like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So this internal means that you made the choice internally, even though we're conditioned in some sense, you're internally made the choice to be with the specific person that you're in. Externally means that outside influence influence, whether it's family, society, friends, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So there's internal, external, and no open preference. You know, mm-hmm. those three types. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> that was good. I got thinking. I was just like, mm, okay, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, before, prior to your relationships, you know what I'm saying, did you have any sort of preferences that came to mind, especially with those three types that I mentioned? Um, I I can go first. My preferences have been very open, okay. um, very very open preference, mm-hmm. race, gender, um, like. Actually, I will say that um, oh. through quarantine, I realized that I must date a Christian person. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I can't. Um, just in terms of the value of their relationship and what we see as most important, I think yeah. that is the strongest foundation that I need um, yeah. to actually build. Yes. You know, so um, yeah, but. In terms of physicality yeah. and like society. Mm-hmm. This scares um, me every time because I, I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> it's another person yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of like race and gender, like no, no preference at all. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Joseph? I, I feel like similarly, it's fairly open. Okay. Um, I think uh, it's interesting uh, thinking about the idea. It's just like, oh, I need a Christian person. I didn't realize that until I was with Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, because I, I was with a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds and things like that. And I was just like, you know, it's like, if we think differently about this, like that's yeah. okay, yeah. whatever. And I think it, it worked out in some instances, like it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize how deeply, uh, like soul affirming it was to mm-hmm. be with somebody who knew God in the way that I did, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, so I was just like, dang. And, and and that was a really the big thing. It's just like when you have your preferences open like that, yeah. um, there's a lot of possibility of what can happen. So a big thing that I would say to people that I was going on dates with and things like that, it's just like, I'm looking to be surprised. Okay. Um, I was just like, low key, like when, I, when I'm surprised, then I'll know. Like, yeah. okay, this is something that I want to follow behind. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just like you see so much of the same thing left and right over and over again. Yeah. And I'm just like, I feel like I'll know. Like, I'll know. And, and for us, like, pretty like pretty early it was just like whoa like i did not expect this mm-hmm. so now i'm in you know okay. now i'm here like you have taken like when you have your preferences open like that and somebody hits like oh dang did i have a preference this whole time because yeah. all this is hitting <laughs> you know yeah. um and and yeah so i feel like i feel like that's where where i was okay 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 now all right, right. ladies first Cool, cool. You always he gives me that look. <laughs> he gives me that look, and he nods. And he's like, "Okay, so, so every question, I'll just go first. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. Um, in terms of preferences, because I had always thought that if it was Christian, then it was right. Yeah. But I've been with people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. We're not gonna mention any names. Not no names, <laughs> no names. They don't deserve the name mentioned. Oh, but um, no, 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 no. I'm not petty like that. But um, 
it it taught me my my last relationship taught me that just because they're Christian doesn't mean that it's meant to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before I was using that and saying, well, he's Christian, he's Christian, so it'll work out. I'll just pray and mm-hmm. and he'll change. But it was unhealthy, the yeah. most unhealthy yeah. relationship I was in. Yeah. And so my preference was he has to be Christian, but he also has to genuinely have a love for God mm. yeah. and we have to be able to talk to each other about it. And we, we mm. have to be on the same level emotionally because if he's lower than me, then I wouldn't be able to handle it. Mm. Um, it like my preferences were just on a emotional level mm. yeah. because the last time around it, that was not met mm. mm-hmm. and it messed me up. So in terms of gender, it was always, I wanted to be with a man mm. and um, then it changed. It was like, okay, I do want a Christian, but I want this, this, and this. It can't just be one thing. It has yeah, to be that yeah. that whole thing for me, yeah. because that one thing can't sustain an entire. Yeah. And imagine if you're thinking about marriage, and that's mm. the one thing that's sustaining you. It can't mm. just be that. Right. So that was my yeah, 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 that yeah. was my preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was out here. Yeah. He's told me some things. You know, uh yeah, um, yeah. So uh <laughs> I mean I, I grew up in, in a in a Christian home and you know, you grow up you always hear your mom say, you know, if you gotta find a woman of God, woman of God. Yeah. And as you grow up you don't really understand that until a bit later, at least for me. So I was yeah. just doing whatever I want. I was just dating whoever I found attractive. Um, But, you know, I'm still thankful for that because it shows you what you don't want. You know, if if you don't know what you want, you may know what you don't want. And as you grow and as you you evolve, it's not until my mid-20s to late-20s that I started to say, okay, like she says, Christian is cool, but it's easy to say I'm Christian. Are you actually living it? Mm. You know, are you actually displaying... Uh, I'm not trying to get biblical or anything, displaying the, the fruit of the spirit. Right. Okay. Are you actually, you know, it's, it's, and, and, and as she said, it's like, you can't find somebody who's not Christian and have those qualities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the reason why I personally wanted to be with a woman of God is because we, I walk uh, according to a different set of rules mm-hmm. than society does. Yeah. Uh, like an easy one. I can't live with my girlfriend until I'm married. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you may be a great person as a woman, but if you can't understand that, mm-hmm. we're not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's I think each person just has to find where they fit and what, mm-hmm. what fits for them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I don't judge nobody for for you know their relationship or anything. It's, yeah. If it works for you, it works for it you. Works for I, 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 I had to go through different stages, mm-hmm. different relationships to know what doesn't work for me. Yeah. Right. Uh not 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 that doesn't mean that these women were bad, yeah. you know, because at the end of the day, in each relationship, there's one common denominator and it's, and it's you. And I had to, mm-hmm. at some point to, to stop and be like, okay, why is this not working? Like, why am I always ending mm-hmm. up in mm-hmm. these, uh, these relationships, these relationships end up like this. And I had to, you know, have, have like some counseling session with my pastor, who's uh, the leader of the men's ministry. And, you know, I had to face myself pretty much, you know, to say, okay, now you, you have some control issues. You have some selfish issues. You have this mm-hmm. and that. And I mean, it's the, it's, it's, it's the most healing thing I had to do. And I'm grateful that I did it because mm-hmm. now if, if I didn't go through that, that's why I say when I joined the men, the, the young adult ministry, I wasn't looking for nobody. 
Yeah. I was like really focused, trying to like fix whatever uh, I had in me that wasn't working yeah. until uh, I started actually really wanting to date it again. But if I hadn't gone through that, I may have messed her up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She may have found me attractive. I may have found her attractive, but she this relationship may have could have been way more toxic than the one she's been before that. Yeah. If I hadn't gone through yeah. that, so I think that. It's, it's fine to be open, but you also uh, have to 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 know these. I mean, what really works for you, and not necessarily in a selfish way, but understand that you you have you you know what I mean. Like it's don't just go with just anybody. Like you, right. it's it's don't waste your time. Don't waste people's time. Yeah. Um, and again. I had to go through some things to get to that point, but you know, that's yeah. a, I, I I was open, but eventually I had to narrow down mm-hmm. my field because okay. of where I, I was going with. I mean, that's a different topic because you can't again back to just don't get with just any Christian. Mm-hmm. Even in the Christian realm, not everybody is for you. Right. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta be with somebody who knows or or, or is compatible, not just compatible, complement where you're going mm-hmm. in your walk and in your life. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, a lot of story into that. Um, but I'm glad that you shared that. Um, and the reason why I bring up prefaces is because I don't think people really like sink in uh, different prefaces. It's just like, oh wow, I didn't really think about it. Is it really conditioned? Mm-hmm. Is it really stem from the household, uh, family, environment, things of that nature? Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of want to tap into like uh, the different avenues of prefaces when it comes to internal, external, or open kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. But um, that's that's dope. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. the next thing that came to mind was when like, you talking about. You brought up, I saw it's like it can't be just one thing to really sustain the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, a question I want to bring up, uh, just get your thoughts about: it. Do you feel like love plays a majority or significant part in the longevity or long-term use mm-hmm. of a relationship? Mm-hmm. Wait, say that again. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> I say, do you believe love plays a major or significant part in the longevity or long-term sustain uh, substance of a relationship? Okay, right. I mean, I I think both of us can answer that. But do you want to start, or yeah, 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 okay. start off. Um, I think it's interesting. One, Bell Hooks, all about love. Get it, read it. Read that um, book. Hit up, uh, buy from my bookstore too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thinking specifically about uh, the idea of love has been expanded for me um, a lot over the past couple of years, and realizing that a lot of what we call love is just care. Um, it's just like somebody who takes care of you and does all these things, but love has to be a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be really invested in somebody's spiritual well-being, yeah. um, and and I think that that is pivotal to the longevity of a relationship for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. I, uh, when it comes to the amount of role that it plays in it, it's it's hard to exactly say because obviously um, love isn't enough on its own. Um, you know, like I could agree to that. Right. (laughs) It's just like on its own, um, love isn't going to sustain your relationship because your relationship is not a, um, it's not isolated from the world, you know? Um, so you're experiencing things together. You're both going through things. You're growing in different ways. You're evolving into different people than you met in the first place, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just like me, us being these people loving each other here isn't going to be enough to, for say, uh, as we grow and evolve, using that same metric to like love each other down the line isn't necessarily going to work. You mm-hmm. know? So that thing needs to stretch, needs to grow. You got work, you got uh, friends, you got family, you got the external expectations of the world. You have all these things you have to deal with. So you really, uh, you really got to decide and choose every single day. It's just like, okay, we're going to choose each other here. 
you know and that's not to say that just because you're with somebody you have to choose them each day right Right. but at least you have to be willing and not afraid to ask that question Mm -hmm. and say is this relationship still serving me am i still serving my partner Mm -hmm. is it um is this something that's actually feeding us is it tearing us down and then do i care enough to do something about that Mm -hmm. you know um, or do i care enough to nurture what's good there Mm -hmm. at the same time Mm -hmm. you know so there's a lot of i think there's a lot of action a lot of intention outside of love Mm -hmm. that sees to the longevity of relationships um i think there was a i forget i forget who said it but they were like one of the key signs you can tell with the relationship whether it's going to move forward is whether people turn towards each other um, so if somebody says something, do you turn towards them mm-hmm. you know? yeah. or do you stay straight on your thing? It's just like that, that action of turning towards someone, I mm-hmm. think is a very loving action. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it, it gets harder and harder to turn towards the same person as you continue to go on. Yeah. Um, and just, then you keep looking elsewhere and then the distractions, everything that leads right. you away from that purpose. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Um, and I think that, uh, not being afraid also of that shift and of those changes and be like, okay, this is a natural thing that's happening within me. Yeah. Um, so now I need to say, okay, this is what's happening. Um, are we, are we willing to work through that? Um, and actually choose each other again. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. oh, yeah, that's that's dope. I'll snap yeah, my fingers to that. That was hey, deep. Hey, hey. Oh, thank you. Hey, you hey. said turn towards yourself. I was like, does he turn towards me? He did turn to you so you can speak. So, you know, like, <laughs> so that's 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 beautiful. But yeah, I'm I'm glad that you you shared mm-hmm. that. Um, any other thoughts about that? Um, uh, do you play, yeah. do you think that love or uh, plays a a major significant part in the longevity of a relationship? Oh, I think you summed it up all really well. Okay. Um, I just, when you said that, the first uh, thing that came to my head is just the different parts of love. Like we mm. try to say love is just this one big umbrella of things. Yeah. Um, but when you love someone, you can love someone and not communicate with them well. You can love mm. someone and not be exercising different forms of intimacy with them. Or not be with you know? them. Too. Or not be with mm-hmm. them, exactly. Yes. And you know what I mean? There's so many relationships we hear that all the time. Like, I mean, I love her, but... Yeah. Like, you yeah. know? So I just feel like love is definitely not enough. That's my simple answer. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts about that? Um, yeah, no, I think, I think, I think they summed it up. I thought, I thought you said turn around again. I think they, they, they pretty much summed it up. I, you know, I didn't come up with this quote, but I think it's very, very true. Love is not a feeling, it's a decision. And what it was saying is every time, every day that you wake up, sometimes he or she going to get, get on your nerves, but yeah. you still decide to love that person mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm of what happens mm-hmm. that's that's really what it is you 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 wake up and you decide i mean i can speak for myself i when i wake up every day because i know that this is it for me i don't wake up just for me yeah. you know i have her in mind every single time that i go about my day so mm-hmm. um and i also feel as though <clears throat> it's important to have a system of checks and balances yep. you need people around you yeah that can uh, uh, lovingly call you out when you start mm. acting up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, my my, <clears throat> my past and mentor always say, you know, we all have blind spots, uh, yep. which is very, very true. So you need people, in, not just in your circle, but in your corner mm-hmm. that will be able to point out, <clears throat> sorry, that will be able to point out uh, Get some things, water, brother. I know, right? That <laughs> <laughs> would be able to point out the things that you not you don't necessarily see about yourself yeah. that may impact your relationship. So, yeah. I mean, love is the beginning, um, but I can tell for sure from all the my friends that are married who tell me, listen, this marriage thing is not easy. Yeah. They will tell you 
The love is not enough. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. I'm looking at plenty of resources on that. Yeah, yeah love, yeah. love is not enough. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, love is definitely a component, but it takes much, much more than that. It takes yeah. much more. Than, and I'd say it's it gets easier if y'all are really friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If y'all are really, whether you were friends before or you became friends as you grew together and mm-hmm. started to get to know each other, mm-hmm. you, you, you really have to be Good, good friends with that person yeah. is, and what I'm saying that um, I remember a quote. Wow, I have all these quotes in my head. <laughs> I remember a quote from uh, David Beckham, who mm. I think somebody asked him a long time ago, like, "How come you never cheated on uh, Victoria?" Mm. Yeah. And he the said, heck? What? "And he said, uh, have you ever uh, tried to betray your best friend?" Mm. And I was like. Oh, he's onto something because yeah. when you think about it, I mean, I'm talking about like real friendship. I'm talking about somebody who say, "Oh yeah, that's my friend. That's my friend." No, no, oh, yeah. the friends in in the real sense of the term. Yeah, she's my friend. I don't want to hurt her, not in, intentionally at least. Yeah. So I think, and 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 I think that's that's one part, and and you also have the the chemistry and the the laughter and and mm. all that good stuff that goes with it. So yeah, love, love itself is not enough. That's, that's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I I bring up, that's why I bring up another um, head scratcher kind of point. Just that, you know, I think a lot of people use that as a majority of sense. Like love is like, it's like they think about more of the romantic sense of it, Mm -hmm. the ideals of it from movies, media, especially social media being a big part of it as well. Um, That's why I I bring it up because Mm -hmm. I think there's also a sense of duty and responsibility that comes with being with somebody. And like you said, making the choice, it's like, uh, the same thing with I think of it as well, you know, being Christian myself. It's like mm-hmm. having a habit to wake up. Do I pray today? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do I do I wait? Do I do it? Is it based on feelings? Like, oh, I don't feel like doing it. It's like, no, you gotta keep bringing up the habits, mm-hmm. you know, making that choice to make that decision to, to wake up and, you know, be with the person that you are just beside you, or, you know, let the distractions or something else or mm-hmm. something that you're kind of gearing towards that's more of a selfish need and more of a selfless need, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I bring up those points. You know, I'm bringing up the questions, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm making y'all think, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's okay. uh, the next thing I want to uh, bring up is that what are some issues that you feel are are prevalent in today's society and why relationships and marriages are not working today, especially in our modern society. Mm-hmm. What are some examples that you can uh, bring up? I, you want to go. I'll sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. I know mm, that okay, okay. I think the biggest problem in a lot of <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm saying this from experience, yeah. also from the experience of seeing our parents' relationships as well, in okay. families, in schools, all mm. these things. Mm-hmm. I don't think relationships nowadays exercise all the different forms of intimacy. Like we mm. always think that intimacy is just a physical thing. Yes. So like, oh, thank you. Oh, oh my gosh, they don't kiss me no more. Oh my yeah. gosh, she's not holding my hand. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we don't have enough sex and all this stuff for the people that are married. Um, mm. And, you know, we've realized in many ways that intimacy branches off into a lot of different avenues. Yep. And there's spiritual intimacy, there's emotional intimacy, there's yep. intellectual intimacy. Yep. And like, you can exercise these things like individually and they'll mm-hmm. strengthen the relationship overall. So yep. for people that are celibate, like if you strengthen your emotional intimacy, that will, that will carry the relationship, yep. you know? And, um, I think this being the age that we're in right now, everything is a physical thing, mm. you know? So like people put so much weight on that and like, it's, 
it's just it's not gonna hold. It's not gonna hold. Mm-hmm. We like we're gonna we're gonna change with age with time. Like we're not gonna look the same we're looking right now. You know. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. I'm gonna try my best though. But <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with, eat my broccoli. Moisturize your butter. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Any other, any thoughts? You was, yeah, did you say something? I did. I said okay. on it, and I was trying to think. All right, let me say this in a graceful way. Yeah. I will. Um, <laughs> I feel like. I feel like people don't take enough time to, from what I've seen and from stories I've heard from people in relationships and marriages, Mm. um, in our community specifically, people are so rushed. They feel so rushed and there's such a pressure on marriage and kids. And if you don't have it by a certain age, Mm. then you're just late and it's over for you. Mm. Me and Virgil all the time get when are you guys getting married when are you getting married oh yeah and we're like first of all because like, <laughs> like you got a check that y'all want to donate to us first of all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. second of all it's so important to not rush into marriage because then you're you're stuck like yeah. you're and that's a big decision. that's a big decision yes. and yeah. people don't take the time to get to know their partner in a relationship yeah. and really spend time like I don't want to see you just on your good days. I want to see you on your the yes. worst, worst days yes. because so you don't want to get stuck with thank someone you. when you're married. And then all of a sudden you find out, oh, this is what you're like when you're emotional mm-hmm. or when you're panicking. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to get like caught off guard with those things. Yeah. So I feel like the reason why a lot of relationships, you see a lot of divorce and a lot mm-hmm. of separation mm-hmm. is because they didn't learn these things before. They didn't yeah, the take the time to have that friendship, whether you had it before or whether you had it after to just really learn mm-hmm. the person you're potentially going to spend the rest of your life with right yeah yeah Yeah, and on the on the subject of time um i think it's very important that people take the time to heal first because you go from brokenness to brokenness to brokenness without taking the time to heal and Mm -hmm. then you get into relationship and it's two broken people i'm not saying y'all gotta be perfect Mm -hmm. yeah but there are certain things you can't circumvent like you really have to have those down packed before you get into relationship and the other point that i wanted to make is that i also feel like I mean, I haven't been out in the dating scene, so I, I'm speaking on this from what I've seen and what I mm. see. Yeah. It seems to me that today's age and day and age, a lot of people are just selfish. It's like, it's oh, like, like preach about kind, it. Kind of like what Faith was saying. It's like, oh no, I see the physical. You look good. Let's get to it. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not. If you, if you, that's what you're going based off to get into a relationship. Your relationship will fail. Right. Yeah. You, you, you get into a relationship to serve the other. Exactly. You get yeah. into a relationship to be unselfish. Yeah. If you get into a relationship because you think, oh, that person can bring me this, that, and the third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going off the wrong, on, on wrong basis. I mean, sure, you're not gonna get into a relationship with somebody that you don't find attractive, but yeah. that you shouldn't stop there. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you know what? I like this person. You know, I think you know we can, we can, we can do something good here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like to be with that person like to to when when she asked me or he asked me to do this and the third i don't roll my eyes and say oh what, what you gonna do for me <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah, like no, but that's no. real though yeah, yeah it's yeah, like it you you it's like you know you gotta and 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 uh 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 when it when i also yeah so self let me not lose my uh, my train of thoughts so yeah selfishness i i think is a big big thing selfishness and what they said uh uh being stuck on the physical uh people don't take the time to look past that to get to know people it's mm-hmm. like okay i like you let's let's get to the to the sexual part mm-hmm. there's no intimacy it's like mm-hmm. you don't talk to me you don't mm-hmm. it's like it's just okay and you i mean if that if sex is what you're looking after you're never gonna get uh satisfied like you're never gonna get 
get enough from that. Yeah. There's always going to be that next person you're going to look at, next person, and you're going to wonder, okay, what is it with them? With what you know, it's like. So yeah, I feel like that's what's missing from from mm. what I've been observing. It's it's a lot of just me, 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 me. Yeah. It's like no, yeah. well, that's not you. Know, that's not how relationships work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we all have no idea how sure. much how frustrated we get because we're both like servants. So we're always trying to serve each other, and mm. like no, 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 it's my turn, it's my turn. It's like no, 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 and it's just like I mean, it's a beautiful thing, but at the end of the day, I just wish that example like lived more in this generation. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think for a lot of it, and also speaking of, um, like I was I was married for two years. Okay. Um, I got married when I was twenty one years old, okay. or something like that. Um, and in a lot of ways, I think so. So when I think about when I've thought about relations since the end of that marriage, mm-hmm. um, it's really been shaped by the under. Uh, by that entire experience and thinking about one we were friends for a long time before we got married or whatever but a big reason of why that didn't work out is we got married based on other people's expectations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we grew up in a really really um like in a christian environment where it was people got married mad early you know Mm -hmm. it was like that ring by spring situation two weeks later you know Mm -hmm. um and it's like even and even us we talked about it as if we were like oh that's crazy like we don't do that stuff or whatever we we still did it you know Um, (laughs) and we um and it's just like getting married that young and i think about now about how much i didn't know about myself at that time Mm -hmm. and it's just like i really um I promised my whole self to somebody and I didn't understand who my whole self was. Mm-hmm. Which gets to your point about that self-awareness mm-hmm. of really taking the time to understand what your expectations are, what your preferences are, and where those yep. things come from. Because yep. um, the expectations of somebody else's timeline mm-hmm. of like what your relationship is supposed to look like, mm-hmm. your expectations about who you're supposed to be with specifically, mm-hmm. you know, and how that's supposed to look, how the dating part's supposed to look, how the how that evolves and all that stuff. It's like it's we're all a lot of people are getting into relationships without clearly understanding the expectations that are born in their heart. So they're coming to the relationship with expectations that aren't voiced yeah. and they can't voice them because yeah. they haven't actually talked about it. And actually, I know my reader, you know, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's one of those things. It's just like, you can't tell the doctor it's like, you don't know what you're allergic to. Like yeah. how can you tell the doctor? No, don't give me penicillin. Right. You know, it's like, right. it, it, it's one of those things where you have to take the time to actually learn about who you are, mm-hmm. yeah. who you are first. Um, and then take it into that space because then you're which isn't to say that it's going to be perfect when you do that mm-hmm. right but at the very least you um you can start off in a place where you're not using other people's understandings of what a relationship is supposed to look like yeah. to help you more f- move forward yeah because it's always going to fail you mm-hmm. it's gonna fail you every mm-hmm. single time because we're all different people yep. um, and i think we've run into that many times of like being like wait a second is that an expectation that I have based on me, like actually me just you know, what I feel here in the space, yeah. or is it because this is what I was told it was supposed to look like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times what people are told it's supposed to look like is very influenced by media. And it's, and, and I mean, I don't have to tell y'all that uh, media's got a goal, <laughs> you know, oh. they're, like, they're like, what can I sell you? Oh. Right. right. I mean, there, and there are specific ways to get people to act, to get them to spend money in specific ways. It's mm-hmm. like, um, and a lot of that comes around like, yo, this will be my one person. Yeah. And then this person will give me everything that I need. Yeah. And I'm just like, and this is a lot of like the failures, I think, of monogamy isn't necessarily like monogamy is a bad thing. Yeah. But it's just like people have misused it and misappropriated it to a point where it's like, no, you were never supposed to just do it with this person. 
right? Uh, like, I love hearing you talk about your mentor because mm-hmm. I'm like, how many people can say they got a mentor? You know, right. to actually say, like, who are you speaking to outside of this? And also thinking about the friends that we have in our lives as well. Mm-hmm. And just like, are these people that are actually like, um, when I think back to my marriage again, I look back at the pictures. And I look back at the line of people um, next to me mm. and the line of people next to her. Mm. And I'm like, who the hell are these people? Mm. Wow. You know? Yeah. And I was just like, of course. I mean, like, not if they're the reason the marriage failed. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? In the sense, yeah. I was just like, because y'all were not... Um, Y'all were not bought into our relationship mm-hmm. in a way where you could speak to us like candidly. Yeah. Like, you sure you know what you're doing? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, is this actually here working for you? Or when things are together, how can we help you um, to keep this thing going forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just kind of like, this was just supposed to be us. That love is supposed to carry us all the way. You right. Know, right? Um, and it's just like, it, it just doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that ever okay. yeah. and then people end up falling apart because they're like you are unable to give me what i thought i needed yeah um and it's just like you never really communicated what you needed i like that last point mm-hmm. because yeah. i feel like you can't you can't do a relationship alone like you can't have a circle of people behind you and supporting you because then who's gonna like he said who's gonna tell you like oh you really bugging out like yeah. or there's mm-hmm. some things that i am blind to that they wouldn't be blind to or that we just wouldn't see yeah. so like you said doing that alone it's just not gonna work yeah and i, I was just to tap into that as well because like um i like how you tied in you know love preface anything you yeah. should connect in that's all i see what's the doing but like you know yeah it makes you feel like i'm in college now um, but um yeah like you were saying because like uh, that's the, also the sense of accountability that comes into place as well not only just self-awareness because um uh i'm gonna I'm a shout my best my best friend my bro chance you know love you more you know oh, um, bro, love yeah, I've seen it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, stop the nonsense. Because, <laughs> uh, like, um, he, he knows me well, and, uh, you know, we, he knows me since, like, second grade, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We, we could talk about, you know, our, our brotherhood, you know, kind of camaraderie about, um, you know, and he'll tell you the story. Like, I I, I ain't like this motherfucker when he was like, Oh, like, shoot. I was like, you know, who, who are you, man? Stop talking about me. He's you watching know? right now. <laughs> 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 and he looked dead into the camera. Please note that. But, um, yeah, but, like, you know, we understand because, like, you know, him being in this relationship, he's out in Atlanta right now doing his thing or whatever. And then me just trying to figure out. Because during the time before, the you know, his relationship, he was, like, a little bit of a wild boy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like, I was more like the grounded, like, you know, I guess you could call it goody two-shoe or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, and I was just like keeping them in check and it's like, bro, like you wilding out, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. this. And I don't think that a lot of that communication comes into place, especially among boys when it comes mm-hmm. to this uh, sense of masculine toxicity or things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, tapping into different things and like understanding, like you said, yourself and then navigating in a world where I can better operate rather than just the outside noise kind of clicking in at times. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with outside noise because like you said, you have mentors, the other people, you're like who are the right people you're connecting with so you can tap in more to yourself rather than like, other people trying to shape your uh, narrative or relationships and things like that because every relationship is different every dynamic relationship is different you know what I'm saying and the person you're connecting with I'm not connecting with you motherfucker I'm connecting with this person that I'm with right now you know what I'm saying so I think that was a is a good way to um, you know tap into that as well you know what I'm saying and then we brought up uh, that was another question I had in mind too Uh, monogamy and polygamy you know what I'm saying and the kind of uh, outlet on uh, outlet uh outlet on that or whatever because i had i'm gonna be very honest i had like a very uh toxic view on polygamy 
You know what I'm saying? I was just like, man, I'm just like, damn, so you know, I was like, all right. But now I'm just like, no, nah, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Because if it works out for them, and I see, you know, how it worked out for other people's relationships, you know, when it comes to me and stuff like that, and then the progression of that. But me, I, I'm very like mono, so that's just my style and how it works yeah. for me. Because yeah. I had to figure that thing out as well. Even with me being Christian, I stepped out of faith and I came back into it. You know what I'm saying? Even though I grew up in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, like they keep talking my ear about Christian. I was like, I just want to live. I'm just a kid. Like, let me just go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but, and then, you know, and, <laughs> and then um, that's when I branched out and I learned more stuff about life. You know, I was tapping into so many. I was, I was into astronomy, astrology. I was into like crystals. I was into like all the different things, you know what I'm saying? But then, but that was part of my journey. And that's something I had to figure out myself, you know what I'm saying? And then seeing what uh, uh, person that I could be in a relationship with that could work with my moral standards and behaviors, especially more being into Christian faith and things like that. Mm -hmm. So like, like I'm, I'm glad that I mentioned that because it's like everybody has their own piece of the journey, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. You know, and it's up to you to tell your story, you know what I'm right. saying? So, um, but yeah, what's your thoughts about like uh, monogamy and polygamy? How does that affect it, or probably your views on it, or what's what what what's your like standpoint? Or where do you see yourself fit, and where do you see yourself on the outside looking in of it? Um, I mean, I'm very comfortable going first. Um, okay. So. I'm a monogamous okay. um, right now. I was in a polyamorous relationship with three women at the beginning of 2020, right before the pandemic. Okay. Um, and then even prior to that, I was dating um, someone that was poly. Mm. Um, in the beginning of 2020, um, I was the person that was just like, okay, I'm dating y'all three. Mm. Y'all can't be dating nobody else. <laughs> um, and, you know, it didn't work out like at all because in, I mean, and I'm not saying this for all polyamorous relationships, yeah. but I do think that in time, someone becomes a little bit more valuable and more important mm, to you. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, they were all aware of each other, but like it just it got really messy. And I feel like for a lot of people, it gets mm -hmm. really messy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say that, you know, in quarantine and being able to understand God's love in a different way. I've realized how monogamous that really is. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was able to be like, okay, like this is why I know I need to be in a monogamous relationship because mm -hmm. I want to be able to pour into this person and back and forth. Yeah, and a lot in, of energy. That streamline. Like, it is a lot of I energy. Imagine two people. I'm just like, how's your day? Right. And then if you forget to ask the other person, they get mad. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, like, that wasn't me. You can take me there. Like, and yeah. if you get it with two completely <laughs> different personalities, I'm just like, oh, right. like, yeah, okay, but right. yeah, continue, continue. Um, um, but I mean, I'm not throwing shade to anyone that, yeah, no, that no, has no, no, a successful no. polyamorous Zola, relationship. No, it is, wah, for wah. sure. Um, but <laughs> as someone as someone who has experienced that, I do see a very clear difference in how much you can really give to the, to the people you're dating. Yeah. Um, so for me, monogamy. <laughs> okay, okay. Any any thoughts about that? Yeah, yeah can I? Okay, so let me challenge you on something real quick. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. I love the challenge, you know. Because yeah. yeah. I, 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 well, I mean, one, I want to, uh, I guess, preface that, which is like, obviously, you're like, this is for me. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of challenge you can do that. I was ready. I was just like, thinking <laughs> right. about so, water. Um, but just um, in thinking about specifically the, a lot of times when I think about polyamorous relationships, yeah, mm. um, I think about what comes to mind first. What's the first things that come to mind? And I think about the exhaustion of it. Yeah. I think about, dang, a monogamous relationship already hard. Mm. Add another person to it must be also hard. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I think about jealousy. Mm -hmm. I think about all the different things that would rise, negative things that would rise up in me in those places. Yeah. And then I and but when I think about people that I know that are in polyamorous relationships, right? They're they're also in therapy. 
you know, mm-hmm. they're also working on themselves to deal with those specific things. So I was mm-hmm. like, wow, there are different challenges and they're challenges that I'm not used to because I've never been in a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, there are different challenges. But I'm like, I, I believe in our brilliance. Um, and I believe in our ability to rise to those challenges when need be. Mm. Um, and I think that we have so much working against us when it comes to being able to take care of people, mm. uh, being able to share love, because we've been raised uh, in low-key shitty ways and like learning really messed up things. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like I didn't, I didn't have a good. Um, framework for what a monogamous relationship would look like ever in my life you know okay um so imagine me then hopping into a polyamorous relationship obviously i'm bringing those same things now imagine three people bringing that same thing Mm -hmm. into that same space that's a lot of confusion right Mm -hmm. exactly but in the same way for the monogamous relationship we had to choose and decide Mm -hmm. dang this is hard i don't i man okay all this stuff is coming up for me and i've got to choose you yeah. In this moment, it's really easy to be like, okay, well, at least I only got to choose one person in yeah. this space. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a polyamorous relationship, y'all have to be like, okay, this is what we chose. Mm-hmm. How can we move past this? And sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're not ready. Sometimes it's not for you. you yeah, yeah. And you have to. What's uh, the challenge, baby? Um, well, the challenge <laughs> is this idea that uh, monogamous relationships are are somehow easier. Mm. I don't think that they are easier. Yeah, I do okay. think that it takes a, a, a different bandwidth for someone that is in a polyamorous yeah. relationship for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think about making choices, and maybe this may be some type of conditioning, but when you're making a choice, it's always to me one of two choices. Mm-hmm. So like if you're making a choice for one person that you're in a polyamorous relationship with, with would someone else be getting the other other side of that choice? You know, yeah, like, yeah. and and what I mean, of course, it always depends on the question. It always depends on what you're in therapy for and all that. But yeah, like, yeah. in many ways, you may be choosing people over other people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like, at least it didn't work out for me. But I mean, I'm, of course, I was also in it for very different reasons. Like, yeah. I don't think I thought yeah. I had the capacity to love three yeah. people, and I did not. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I don't think that one is easier for sure. Yeah, so if that's a challenge, yeah. challenge accepted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to happen on that, like I, I agree. Like regardless of whatever relationship you're, it's always gonna be a challenge. Even with dealing with one person and stuff like that, you gotta you know learn the ways, the habits, the characteristics, you know, the past, present, and what 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 they're to come in the future as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I can agree on that. Uh, I thought I was, I was ready for a challenge. I was like, all right, you know. But he brought up a good point. I was just like, you know what I'm saying? But like, um, you know, and I appreciate y'all sharing that too. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I think that comes to a space of vulnerability and making the choices in life of just like, you know, uh, how do we how, how, how do we make this work? You know what I'm saying? Whether it comes to therapy or anything like that, you know, you just you just got to experience life, go through the journey and then, you know, just just keep it pushing. But any, any thoughts from my right side about um, um I've story. I've never been in any <clears throat> um polyamorous relationship. Yeah. I've always been uh one person. Um I mean I guess the closest that I've been is when I was dating, mm. but I wasn't I've never really dated two people at the same time. It's yeah. also me, okay, me, I yeah. did it and okay, I this didn't work and then I go to the next one. Yeah. But when it when it comes to relationship, no, nah, I've always been with one person. Mm. Um I, I like his challenge because it's easy to think, okay, if you were with one person, it must be easier. Yeah. You don't know until you try yeah. you know, both sides. But I can say for me, I don't think it would work for me because 
I I have to be focused mm-hmm. on one person at the time at the time. Yeah. I can't really entertain different people at the same time. I feel like my mind would you know, I wouldn't have the capacity to do that. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and 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 teach, I think Faith mentioned uh enough having enough love. I don't know if I would have enough love for each and every each and every person, but I think that being in a relationship, at least from the viewpoint, again, I was raised in a in a monogamy. My parents mm. they were just one two together, yeah. so I didn't see the polygamy side. Mm. Uh, even though I'm from West Africa, you know it's popular that yeah. West African oh, yeah, countries. Yeah, yeah. Have, well, we, I know too. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. men have multiple <laughs> women, yeah. but. Um, so I can only base my views on that example of monogamy. Mm, yeah. Um, and it's, I think it's tough to, for, I, I can't fathom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't fathom myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entertain or being married or mm-hmm. being yeah. in a relationship with different people. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like at some point, um, again, I may be wrong, maybe Faith can correct me, mm-hmm. but from, by by being in 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 relationship with different people, I felt like you may lack the depth that you may have with the depth, the depth yes, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you may have with one person. Definitely. Because mm. I'm really investing my time, my yeah. energy, my everything into this one person. And then you have your own energy. To you know what I'm saying? To, to get yeah. to know them, and I don't know if I can do that with two, three. Four or five different people at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I was like, yeah, imagine I more than two. I was like, I wasn't even thinking yeah. about more than two. But no, I mean, he's thinking about I'm thinking in terms of West African, some, mm-hmm. yeah, some yeah, yeah. African Because even back in the day, you when know? you're talking about kings and things like that, they had multiple wives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so what I was thinking that. about that. Yeah. Like, for me, and, and I'm going in by saying this, I, again, I'm basing my relationship with her based on my relationship with God. So yeah. I don't have multiple gods right. that I worship or that I, you know, yeah. so I try to model my relationship with her to uh, according to my relationship with Christ. So that's the model that I have. I'm not yeah. going to sit here and tell somebody, oh, you can't date multiple yeah, or be in a relationship no, no. with her. Yeah. You can't I, you know, that, that doesn't mm-hmm. work. I don't think that would work for me. Even though I didn't experience it, I don't yeah. think that would work for me. Yeah. Um, because that's just, that's just how I always, I always been. Even when I was dating, I couldn't do two at the same time. It's yeah. like, I felt like, even though I wasn't in a relationship with any of them, yeah. I felt like I was cheating on one of them. That's just the mentality that I had. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's how, that's based on how I was raised and how I was, you know, uh, brought up. But yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, I, I don't think that that would work with me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any thoughts about that? That's funny. You said the only example you had. The only example, well, I've only been with, I've only been monogamous in all my relationships, but the only example I've ever had that was never truly explained was in the Bible of having a wife and then having another one and having another one, having all these kids. And then little me is sitting there like, but what about jealousy? What about this? What about that? Mm. For me personally, (laughs) the way you're looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) As you're talking about this and sitting here, I'm like, what would that, how would I handle a situation like that? I would, it would be chaotic. I would, I would fight somebody (laughs) because I, but I know myself, like you have to go through these journeys to know like what you can handle, Mm -hmm. what your preferences are. And I know I would not be able to handle someone else there because me, I do the comparison thing. Mm. I would constantly compare, like, oh, you spent yeah, today a lot with of her. Going on right? 
Like, oh, but you spent the whole weekend with her. Why was that? Did right. she wear the right thing? Like, yeah. was her hair better than that? I got split ends. It's curly, <laughs> but like, it's dry sometimes. Like, I, but real talk, like, I, I compare a lot. Yeah. I would get jealous and it would be so unhealthy because mm. instead of me having a relationship with him, I would be so focused on his relationship with the other person. Mm. And that would just completely destroy it. Yeah. Um, and, and I think also, too, like, um, imagine, like, you know, I'm just putting an example, like, two women. And I'm like, like, like I said, I repeat, like, there's not to knock off polygamy. If it works for y'all, it exactly. works for y'all. Right. If you have the capacity to work, because, like, I don't think two women, it's like one is going to crave attention, another one's going to crave attention. They're going to mm. want that kind of t- mm. contention because, you know, typically, you know, they somebody's going to want attention, you know mm. what I'm saying? Or some sense of validation because there's right. a good sense of validation and a bad sense of validation. But what are you craving is helping within the dynamic of your relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what something that came Actually, to come to I mind. I think it's really funny you said that because um, my first poly experience was was with someone else that was poly, yeah. and in the moment I wasn't, and I didn't like that because I was like, "So who are you with now?" Like it was very a comparing, uh, yeah. but yeah. like when I was the person that was like. You know, you know, you you guys, whatever. Not saying you guys. That sounds crazy. Um, <laughs> but like, I there was, I wasn't comparing myself to anyone, so I didn't feel as pressured. I didn't feel the the nodes of jealousy and like comparison and all those things. Um, yeah. So it definitely mm-hmm. felt different, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel all like, right. Oh man. I mean, I, we can talk about this for a minute. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. No, no. All right. Yeah. Wait, yeah. A couple things are coming to my mind. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're gonna close off this part as an hour segment, yeah. but we could continue the conversation because okay. I love the conversation. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. So just to close off, uh, this is the Black Pill Society. You can follow us on our Instagram. We have a Patreon connect to it. Support us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, it's over. Well, no, we're gonna continue. Part two is happening. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah, yeah. it's an hour second. Like, oh, that was a good conversation. So, uh, just just to end the live portion of it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, where they can follow each and every. I'll start right. And okay. Then, yeah. Uh, please follow me at Evie's Evolution. E V I E Evolution. That's me. Okay, Virgil. Uh, I am I am Virgil Davis. So I A M V I R G I L D A V I D. Okay, cool, cool. Oh wait, I spelled mine wrong. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, EVs, yeah. EVs. There's an S at the end. E V I E S. Evolution. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I am at okay Joseph. That's okay J S P H, and then uh, the other for the garden is abolition is a garden. Okay, don't don't don't. Um, my IG is Eden esque. It's Eden, like the Garden of Eden. E S Q, like Eden esque. Okay, Q garden and garden. End. Okay, I see the connection. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yo, look at y'all. Eden esque, and then oh my god, yeah, underscore is underscore after the esque. Okay, and I am your host OBJ. You can follow me on Instagram at t h e o b i j a y the three three three. You know what I'm saying? You already know. All right, so we're going to continue this conversation. It's going to be called the podcast after hours, where we get a little bit more juicy with the topics and the questions and things like that. So if you want access to that, why do you say it like that after hours? <laughs> so if you want to have more content, make sure you sign up to our Patreon. You know what I'm saying? It's just as low as a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Get access to that and you get more access to this conversation. What goes down? We're going to see y'all there because we know y'all about to. We all up in the business. They were waiting for this. All right, so this is out. He said, Send me a dollar. Send me a dollar. Send me a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Shout out your cash out. Yeah. What up, everybody? This is OBJ, founder and leader of the Black Pill Society. 
hope you enjoyed this episode of the Black Pill Podcast. If you want to hear more of this conversation, be sure to sign up to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash the Black Pill Society to become a part of the Black Pill community, where we are helping Black creators and entrepreneurs break from their illusions when faced with a dose of reality. Get early access to our episodes every Monday night, plus exclusive content such as behind the scenes and much more. So be sure to sign up today at www.patreon.com slash the Black Pill Society and you can become a Black Pill member. We hope to hear from you guys soon. And this is OBJ signing out.